and all, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful uh, The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. We are back with another high-performance day. It's Friday. I hope you're taking out those Friday finishers. Uh, I hope that, again, with all the challenges that you had this week, that you could find some room to give the gratitude, give the gratitude to the challenges, the things, the necessary, ooh, let's just say the hard things that you had to address and the things that Basically, you have to take a step back on, take a nice deep breath and say, okay, how am I going to deal with this today? It must have been or probably had been a very difficult week for you. And with me, you know, I just want to, you know, just give the biggest gratitude to everyone out there who is now listening to this podcast. Again, you guys know my main focus is my ESL podcast. But I see that there is Pretoria, South Africa, that is listening to me a lot. So big shout out to my folks out there in South Africa who are listening to me. And with that being said, man, I'm very grateful to come back on here and finally bang out all the mundane tasks that I had to do. And now I am focused and more energized than ever heading into this holiday weekend. So with that being said, let's dive into emotional contagion. All right. Now, I can tell you right now, we've all been in those situations where we just let other people's emotions throw us off track. Have you ever met that person? You know, there are people that I've met in past times where I'm like, you know what? I am such in a high vibe right now. And I'm so excited to meet this particular individual. And then when I meet that person, my energy just goes completely flat. My expectations of my own energy and going in to meet this other person, it would just go flat. And I'm like, what am I doing around this individual? You know, it gets us caught up. Or there are other times where people's energy makes us feel a hell of a lot better. You know, Carl and Linda Booker, they were, uh, <clears throat> they were uh, owners of Nutrition NV at the time. This is back in 2013. And for me to escape the hell of my family, my mother's disparity, my sister who always locked herself in a room to get away from everyone else in the household, and a brother who was just, uh, he was very emotionally disturbed and a compulsive gambler and just a very angry and negative individual that did not like seeing the come up of other individuals. Ways that I could get away from this was, you know, to do a workout class that was pretty far away from where I lived at the time. And to be honest with you, there were a couple of individuals, you know, uh, you know, right, right, you know, there was Nutrition NV and Carl and Linda Booker. They were always there. And right when I walked into that office, it felt amazing all the time. I absolutely loved every part of them because the vibe and everything that they gave me was just extraordinary. And that's what I'm so unbelievably happy and why I'm so unbelievably happy that I had met people in my pastime that made me realize, you know what, let me check my own energy. See, the thing is, the world can shape our emotions. People are sad every single day. And if you're around sad people, you're going to become sad. If you're around hype people at a basketball game, you're going to get hyped up. If you're listening to a motivational speaker, you're probably going to be motivated. And to be honest with you, if your friend is having a bad day, you could sometimes feel your energy. And even though someone else is having a bad day, you literally protect yours. We decide whether or not we want that process to happen. 
And the problem is in the world right now, adults, they still pray to emotional contagion all the time. Many people have lost control of their own emotional reality, right? The negativity out there in the social media world, the vitriol that always keeps and makes people angry and makes them judge and reactive, impatient, upset, frustrated because the internet. You know, the news that actually made a lot of headway, uh, probably, I'm guessing, like, more than a week ago, I can't remember, was the ridiculous celebrity that smacked the other comedian. And I'm like, um, there are bigger problems that are happening around the world. And you guys are literally judging and liking and sharing your thoughts on a topic that has nothing to do with you and has to do with only two individuals, two of uh, one of which who was on the receiving end, he didn't get a concussion. So what's the problem? People get smacked every single day. And so when I actually look at this and look at, let's say, the, you know, the Trump protest that happened at the beginning, I believe this was 2021, right? Yeah, that, that you know, what happened out there in the White House and, you know, all these other, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter that happened out there in 2020, all the things, especially in 2020, the uprising that happened out here in Thailand going against, you know, the, what is it, the higher ups in this country, and all that, you make a decision whether or not you're going to become reactive and get caught up in all of that, the people you follow. And to be honest with you, where you grow up can really shape your energy if you're not careful. You know, I remember one time I was walking home and, and you know, I was actually thinking about it and I just really wanted to go back into the mindset of where I was back in 2015. I just saw a post where you know, there was a, a parent that walked into the language center on the outskirts of Bangkok and she was like, oh no, we don't want him to teach. He's black. We want a white teacher. And I posted on my Facebook posts about, oh, if you blah, 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 all these different things. And that's what I would just react to and focus on every single day. And right around that corner from that job, I would walk from that place to my home, probably leading up to about August of 2018. I cannot believe I lived in that shithole for such a long time, but I would walk past this arcade of let's just say low income earners, you know, and they would give me some of the dirtiest looks and regardless of the dirty looks or not, I would walk down to the end of this arcade. And to be honest with you, I felt like so much pain. And I felt like I wanted to cry after walking through there because I had a tendency of always just sucking up other people's energy. You know, I had a horrible job as may, uh, many of you have in Rangsit and Every time I walked in, there was just complaints and old white dudes, predominantly from England, just complaining about every single thing Thailand. Yet they're here exploiting children, doing the ugly to children, exploiting women. And I'm like, I'm not going to join in this bullshit ass pity party. And you know what? We actually feel two compulsive sensations, right? And they're like activated mirror neurons, right? So we have a tendency of mimicking those actions, those facial expressions or emotions of other people. And so at that job in Rangsit, I would bitch along with him until I realized there was one guy that took bitch into a whole new level. And he was one of the most parasitic individuals I ever met in my life because his goal was to turn everyone against one another. Guy from the Netherlands, had an 18 year old girlfriend. He was 52 at the time. Not judging them, but considering that your daughter is 18 years old too, dating one of your daughter's friends. Hey, listen, hey, I, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I knew what he was about. 
a neighborhood drunk, so many other things. I did not want to mimic and be in that same pot. I still remember there was another complainer there that actually I ended up walking out of that job from. And it's so funny. He had the audacity to tell me in April of 2017, based on my email, he's like, to be honest with you, it sounds like you're heading for that very angry foreigner, you know, that foreigner club that lives in this country. And I'm like, you're the one that came here to marry a woman. Are you shitting me? Like, are you, did you just say that to me? You are part of that club. Just shocking. And I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to choose who I am around. It's like when, when you yawn, other people yawn. When a baby smiles, they make you smile, makes their parents smile. And when their parents smiles, they make the baby smile. It's a conscious practice. So whatever you're around, you know, we sometimes just want to interact with it, amplify it, solve it. And to be honest with you, sometimes choices and those choices aren't so good. You need to be deeply aware of when it's happening because those heightened emotions around you, they really gauge whether or not, you know, that you could ask yourself if it's really impacting you in a positive way. And I'm gonna give you four ideas in terms of that. First idea, the first job is hopefully already done. It's determining your type of identity you will have in the world. Me, I adopted that role model mindset. I really have. Considering what has happened over the past uh, week and the, the hundreds of dollars I literally make every day, I just cannot believe it. I never thought in a million years this would be happening. I really never thought so, but it took four years of ESL podcasts and another six years in a, of you know personal development podcasts and nine years of overcoming racism in this country. For me to get to that to get to get to that moment, I just told myself, man, I'm going to adopt this role model mindset. I'm just going to attract uh, people to me that are very, very interested in, obviously, just that. And I always ask myself, okay, in this situation, what does a role model do? I mean, I always ask myself, well, what was it? Who was the leader that I actually learned from? Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Bob Proctor, rest in peace, a mentor. What would they do in this particular situation? And that's probably something that I still need to develop, especially considering, you know, the crazy things that had happened over this past week in terms of, you know, the, the just the foolishness that I had to overcome, period, right? But I always try to ask myself this, and it happens every single day all the time. Other people's actions are none of my business, nor am I responsible for them. I was walking into my condo today. There was a girl now, again, if I was a little bit more white skin, may it, could it have been different? Who knows? But not only them, not only the women that live in this ridiculous ass condo, but the men, every time they see me, you should see it. I swear, I'm apparently all foreigners are the walking COVID or the black men or the super COVID have no idea, but they walk very far away from me. But does that change who I am and my identity? Absolutely not. Am I responsible for what this disgusting, toxic society is? What it has created? Absolutely not. Do I give a damn? Hell no. And so when you get to that level, freedom happens. You need to understand what your identity in the world is. Number two, presence. When other people are around you, you got to be able to stay present in your body, your breath, your mind. Remember, you are not them. They are not you. 
you know, getting away from Thailand, going back 2012. I remember when I bought those headphones in February, Bose headphones. I never knew that they were going to change my life forever. The negativity that came from my mother, my sister, my brother, my oldest sister, my oldest sister was one of the most toxic people I could ever imagine. And to be honest with you, it's because, you know, obviously, you know, that's just her mindset. Number one, number two, she had the shittiest boyfriend in the world. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to put on these headphones. Now remember 2012, there weren't these meditation things. I didn't know about meditation. I didn't know about personal development. I only knew about the secret, which is the law of attraction. Right. And so, you know, I knew that how can I stay present in my breath, in my mind, and outside of these clowns that live at my home? I would put that I was never part of their misery, period. So I can stay physically present in someone else's you know, world, but everything else is in my own world. Physically present in my home back in 2012, uh, 2012 10 years ago but completely out of mind, out of sight from everyone else, which is just simply amazing. So, you know, I know there are a lot of excuses. They made me, made me upset. You don't understand my life, my husband, my environment, my job, whatever this is. And we've been there, we've done that. And I, you know, I just recently heard a, a story earlier that um, one of my students, as a matter of fact, uh, she was protesting against Maduro, the prime minister, <laughs> lack thereof, out there in Venezuela and the next thing you know she started getting death threats and people started throwing things at her house and breaking things and she had to hurry up and sneak out of that country before she was killed and now she's getting ready to become a dentist in America you know advocating for human life she ended up being one of the most powerful influences of the 21st century never even thought I never even knew her story until then shocking and so in saying that we all have our stories we all have our journeys and to be honest with you, understand that most of your emotions are impulsive. They're in the body. They're easily triggered. However, the feelings that we have, they linger. And they have much more capability of controlling, right? So again, if people get freaked out around me, what do I want to feel? What's in my body? What's in my mind? What's in my spirit? You have the ability to control your feelings. Number three, intention. What's your intention for the situation? All hell can be breaking loose around you, but you could say, you know what? How am I going to serve? How am I going to not be drawn into this ridiculous ass situation? Once, what's the point of me being involved here could change your life. And you could ask yourself, you know what? I think I could serve. I remember when I had a very stupid girlfriend 15 years ago when I was barely, oh my God, probably 19 years old. And I remember I went to the restroom. I came back down next to you. Know, I see her trying to get in a fight at a UNLV football game with some clowns in the student section. I had to break up the other girl. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh my God, my girlfriend literally almost just got in a fight with another individual over what? Cheering from the same side. Just shocking, shocking. And me, I wasn't going to be the one instigating as all the other goddamn clowns at that time were doing. I said, uh, you need to ask yourself if this is worth it. Are you going to get thrown in jail for cheering for the same team only to get in a fight with some dumb clown ass fan because you're dumb too? I mean, just unbelievable. Other people want to see it. I stepped into it. And I said, okay, what's the intention here? Are you willing to just throw away your life? That was 2007. 
I have a tendency of doing things online too and just completely land blasting just about everyone and saying, oh, fuck this, fuck that. And you don't know shit. And you don't know. Like, what's the intention? Am I serving to this conversation? No. Am I serving to the news? No. You see, there's no more COVID news. There's no more COVID news because everyone finally said, eh, it's over. However, in Thailand and in China, these are the two last countries that are still pushing this whole bullshit narrative because it's all incentivized, right? This is how they're getting people. This is how you control the population. So me, I'm like, I'm not allowing your bullshit to control me. You and your news is all incentivized. I don't give a damn about you. I don't give a damn about that. You do not control me. That does not control me. Your perception does not control me. My intention, again, how can I serve? And then the last idea is reset time. This one is the best. See, if I get caught in someone else's anger, I could say, you know what? I got pulled in here. What can I do to get out? Do meditation, get offline, take a break from the screen, take a break from other people's emotions. These are a lot of things that th this happens a lot of times, a lot of times. And you know what? It just recently happened, as a matter of fact, uh, over this past weekend, you know, trying to put this whole fish tank together and then realized the pump wasn't working. And then I blamed my girlfriend. I was like, we, I thought we were supposed to get two parts of the pump, not one. If you hurry up and buy that pump and you didn't buy the other part. Now, in the end, all we had to do was tighten, screw in something, and the pump finally started working, all thanks to me, but thanks to her watching the video and bringing up the video. But I ended up blaming. And what I did, when I was really angry, I was like, man, I'm getting out of here. And I went to go sit down outside and look at the waterfall with those beautiful fish that we have outside, the waterfall that goes into the little fish pond, just so I could get out of my mind and just look at life. And sometimes, to be honest with you, there are just so many times that, you know, we just continue to let that emotion linger. And then it just continues to amplify, which is, again, not very good. Give yourself a reset button. Give yourself a time. Like, I think last night I was being overwhelmed by a lot of things that was being said. And, you know, I had two new students as well as probably another eight others that happened over the past week. The best week ever in my life, right? And I remember the last message I got probably around eight, this lady was like, oh, you know, you could just reimburse me It's $25, thanks. And then I was just like, let me reimburse and just throw everyone in the archive. I'm not gonna look at any other messages until tomorrow morning after 5.30. Because sometimes I just need that reset. I don't want other people's agendas and other people's work in the time that I need to be getting things done. You know, and so, you know, sometimes I'm always on the computer, always on the screen. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I got to teach this student. He is a pain in my ass. Oh, I got to teach this other student. He's very boring, but at least he's better than the previous student. And luckily, I got four, like five little children on uh, the weekend on Saturdays who are magnificent. But, you know, the, some of the classes that I have on the weekdays, they are, I mean, on the weekends, they are tough because they're just so out of sync with what I'm trying to accomplish just a little boy seeking attention, annoying as fuck, <laughs> you know? And sometimes I have to be present. I try not to be drawn into his ignorance and I try not to raise my voice and be so excited because he's given me absolutely nothing back in return. I don't give 
that type of energy to everyone anymore. I don't. Because if they're very unresponsive and they're taking it for granted, oh, they're kids, not all of them. Some of them who are raised improperly, they're like that. <clears throat> However, the kids that I actually teach on site, they're absolutely amazing. It just really all depends. So I have to be present with my emotions, with my voice, with everything. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to raise my voice for this kid. I'm like, okay, all right, this page, this page, this page. Yep, okay, three more classes. Oh, my God, thank God. You know, I have to be present with my body. Although I was going to a company on the outskirts of Bangkok that I did not want to be at, I still had to tell myself, Arsenio, hey, just focus, steer, like laser eye focus, get it done, and it's going to be all over. And finally, a week, this is the first Friday outside of Phuket that I'm literally at home. Other than the cancellations and whatnot, this is the first Friday since probably November outside the cancellations that have happened on Friday that I am free. And it's the greatest feeling in the world because all the students that I had this morning, two classes, then an SOP, hearing one of the most magnificent stories I've ever heard in my life and then seeing two Dominican new students, which was just astounding. Then having my other physician who's in Peru right now, all these great things that were happening. And now I'm not dedicating my time to a market that is very unappreciative of me. And so it's all about just being present. So with those four ideas, people, it's time to act on it. I'll be seeing you in the next podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.